1: This is Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Trump and Biden are going head-to-head for the final time in a live debate in Nashville, Tennessee, before the impending U.S. elections. There's about 20 minutes left on the debate clock. So will the potential winner and loser of the U.S. elections be clearer after today's presidential debate? And should Biden or Trump emerge a clear winner after this debate, will it register in a greater way with markets? I'm going to put that question to Jeff Haley, Senior Market Analyst at Oanda. Jeff, good morning. How are you? Yeah,
2: good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: All right. So Trump has said if Biden is elected, the stock market will crash. Do you agree?
2: Uh, I think that's uh, completely wrong. I think that's just um, some uh, debating Trump speaks, something that's been uh, pleasingly noticeably absent. Uh, we've seen a much more disciplined uh, Donald Trump uh, come to the debating chamber today. But I, I don't think so at all. If anything, the markets have been pricing in uh, stock market gains on uh, Biden's stimulus and this blue wave. This rally we've seen inequities over uh, the last few days has been entirely predicated uh, on an expected Democrat clean sweep.
1: right. so first topic of the morning, as you mentioned, very different tones. Uh, Trump seemed very positive, very optimistic, even forward looking. Biden sounded somber starting with that statistic that some 220,000 have died in the US. Trump says there will be a vaccine by the end of the year, highlighting efforts by J&J, Johnson & And Jeff, we also had news today that the U.S. FDA has approved remdesivir for treating COVID-19. So do you think that markets are optimistic at this point about the prospects for treating COVID?
2: Well, I mean, he changed his tone that he initially said within a couple of weeks, and then it became the end of the year in the same sentence. Uh, Again, I think uh, because he is the incumbent and behind in the polls, It's in its interest to sound uh, much more optimistic than Mr. Biden, who would naturally be less uh, optimistic because he's trying to win the election. Uh, I think this is an ambitious target, though, uh, and we've had no signals from any of the major uh, vaccine uh, developers that uh, their vaccine will, in fact, be ready 100% by the end of the year. So, uh, again, I think this is just uh, a politicking at this stage. Uh, Of course, the other challenges is that 40% of Americans, according to the latest statistics, said they wouldn't take the vaccine. So they do have challenges on that front as well.
1: Mm, Great point. So still on the the first topic of the debate, which is COVID-19, Biden has said he will encourage everyone to wear a mask, invest in rapid testing, set up a national standard to open schools and businesses. So this is a strategy that sounds familiar to us here in Asia. Uh, Meanwhile, Trump says his administration is already doing all this. So do you think investors will be more comfortable with one candidate or the other when it comes to overcoming this pandemic? Yeah, I I
2: just, I think that uh, the, the markets themselves are agnostic on this point. I think the markets are looking ahead to the arrival of vaccines. And this is probably the major risk point. It's not whether whether, whether, whether it's Biden or Trump's uh, policies in this respect. What markets have been pricing in for some time is that we are going to start getting viable uh, vaccines that will be widely distributed by the end of this year and into Q1 2021. And the risk is, is that if there are delays... Uh, either in distribution or even in the arrival of those, that we could see quite a big unwind in the global recovery trade uh, because of that. So in my opinion, uh, the, the markets are, are concentrated on the actual arrival of the vaccines and not the individual policy to be the candidate.
1: Because there was an interesting exchange at one point where Trump said Biden will shut down the country, and Biden said, I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. So you think investors are looking away from another possible major shutdown, depending on who comes into power?
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be very difficult. And uh, my experience here in Jakarta with a few rounds of the shutdown, and as we're seeing in uh, other countries overseas, is that it's a declining marginal utility, there's less uh there's less discipline from the populations uh when you get into the second and the third rounds of shutdowns you get this Shut down fatigue. So I, I think the definite, the, the way to go forward is definitely the the more targeted one because people just get fatigued uh, with this whole point.
1: We're speaking with Jeffrey Haley, senior market analyst at Oanda. Uh, even as the U.S. presidential debate, the final one, uh, is uh, into its uh, last stretch, about twenty minutes on the clock. They just finished a segment on immigration where Trump again referred to rapists and murderers coming across the border. They're now discussing race in America. So the tone of this debate, if you've just joined us, so far, markedly different from the first one. The microphones are muted during the first two-minute statements on each topic. But not only that, the candidates are not interrupting each other during the rest of their remarks. We remember Jeff Trump was roundly criticized after the first debate. Do you think voters are going to respond to this calmer version of the president?
2: He's definitely scoring points in this respect. There's definitely been a change in strategy here uh, and clearly a much higher level of preparation uh, by the president uh, this time around uh, with that goal in mind. I think the challenge here for uh, President Trump uh, based on the polls is that 35% of Americans have already cast their votes this year, now whether they're mostly Democrat votes or Republicans, I won't speculate, but it's you know, actually preaching to 65% of the electorate, not 100% of the electorate. And really, for, Pres- uh, for Vice President Biden, um, he just has to show up and and, and and not make a mistake because he's already well in front in the polls. So it's really up to... Uh, President Trump to actually generate a clear win here. Anything else would be a win for Biden.
1: So the debate in its second topic tackled foreign affairs, specifically Iran and Russia interfering in elections. So we have news today that both Iran and Russia are trying to interfere in US elections. Both candidates were asked about this. Biden questioned why Trump doesn't take a stronger line against Putin. Trump countering that Biden got three 0.5 million dollars from putin biden initially looking confused then shook his head uh, when given a chance to reply biden said i haven't taken a single penny and then went on to accuse trump's business of being beholden to foreign countries so first question for you jeff to what extent are investors concerned about the u.s elections being undermined by foreign interference
2: I think it's a lot less this time because uh, I, I think there's a lot more vigilance from the uh, U.S. Law, and law enforcement authorities and also there's a much heightened level of uh, vigilance amongst the large like, social media platforms. I think some sort of misinformation is inevitable, and that's the information age that we live in, but I don't think it's going to be the same factor that it was potentially in the last election, uh, simply because of those reasons I just stated. I think there's more awareness of it, uh, there's more monitoring of it by both law enforcement and by these social media companies themselves.
1: And yet, during this debate, we hear Trump repeatedly accusing Biden and his family of corruption. So do you think these allegations are going to stick or undermine Biden's reputation and support?
2: I don't think so. I mean, it may stick with um, diehard uh, Trump supporters who were going to vote for him anyway. Uh, but there's been nothing there um, to move the needle, I-, I believe, on Biden, simply because they're just there say there's no evidence, there's no facts. Uh, coming out, there's been no smoking gun, so to speak. Mm. It just becomes more bombastic comments from the from the president, of which I suspect a lot of people are becoming slightly amused. From
1: yeah, speaking of bombast, Biden and Trump were both asked if they understood why people of color fear for their children, and Trump says he has done more for the black. No one. He says he's done more for the black community than anyone except perhaps Lincoln. All right, let's move on to China. We are speaking with Jeff Haley, senior market analyst at Owanda. So China came up as a topic in this final round of debate between Trump and Biden. So the moderator asked Trump about his bank account in China and the fact that he has not divested from his business. Trump says the account is no big deal. And he keeps coming back to Biden's son saying that he made money illegally. So Biden notes that the U.S. deficit with China has gone up. Not down and says that China's rules on intellectual property will have to change and that China will have to play by international rules. Jeff, if Biden is elected, will U.S. China tensions ease or not? I
2: think both candidates are going to be uh, tough on China. But I, I, what, what most concerned me was that President Trump didn't understand that it's not the Chinese that pay those tariffs. It's actually the market prices that have to be added by U.S. businesses as those products come into the domestic market. And I was quite shocked that he didn't seem to uh, to, um, to comprehend that uh, very obvious statement. I I suspect that, uh, as I said, both candidates will be tough on China. I don't think that's going away. I think this is a new multi-year situation that the world has to get used to living with. may be a change to the tariff regime uh, with China uh, in this respect, because, frankly, it's not working. I mean, the, the Chinese... Uh uh surplus with, uh, with the U.S. is greater than ever.
1: Do you think a Biden win would be better for Chinese stocks, since Biden's expected not to be so unilaterally negative on China?
2: Yes, I, I would actually agree with that. But I also believe that uh, we're going to still see blockages of uh, the transfer of U.S. technology. Uh, we're going to still see uh, getting penalized if they move jobs.
1: We've been unraveling all the issues and markets care about with Jeff Haley, senior market analyst at up Jeff, let's move to North Korea. Trump said Obama was ready to strike North Korea, that he has a good relationship with North Korea and has avoided that war. Biden counted that the leaders had a good relationship with Hitler before World War II. And Biden says reigning in North Korea is about working with China. So North Korea has been off investors' radars for some time now. Could this again become an issue, though, in the next four years?
0: Well, I'm not sure on this one. I mean, North Korea seems to be being largely ignored uh, by the rest of the world, and it's just fallen off everyone's radar. I think the the, the, the tone that the rest of the world has taken is that it's got lots of sanctions on it. It's not actually making any influence outside of the North Korean borders, uh, and uh, it's best just to be ignored and, uh, you know, the rest of the world will move on with its life. I, I think, yeah, uh, it, it's really only going to uh, become a major issue again if uh, we start seeing an increase in, say, military tit for tat action across the uh, across the the border with South Korea, or they start making quite aggressive threats about dropping missiles on, uh, you know, places like Japan or the United States. Right. Uh, yeah. And I, so, and I, this. Uh, they choose to uh, go down that path, and I don't think they would because that would be um, somewhat suicidal. Mm, uh, then mm. I, I think that Korea North Korea, really isn't a huge issue right now.
1: I must say, you're sounding so much better on this phone line, Jeff. I'm thrilled that we got to reconnect on it's this line. line. It's why. my Singapore line. That's why Singapore That's it. Always certified. use a Singapore yes, line.
0: Exactly. Oh. Yeah, get rid of the Indonesian one and here we are, it's working perfectly. <laughs> Such Singapore.
1: Let's move to healthcare. Um, that was raised. It was a third topic discussed during the debate. Let's talk about how the candidate's healthcare policies could affect markets. So Biden says he will expand Obamacare by providing the public option of giving consumers access to Medicare coverage. He says this is going to provide competition for insurance companies. Biden is also promising more competition for pharmaceuticals. So what would a Biden presidency mean for healthcare and insurance companies?
0: Yeah, I think it's a definite ne- negative for those sectors. Uh, you could argue back and forth, does American need more access to public health care, simply because some of the Americans don't even have access to health care on, on many levels. But uh, certainly, I think a Biden presidency would be negative for healthcare companies and potentially for big pharma Big Pharma typically makes most of its profits in North America, and we can see why with the price of healthcare there. So, definitely, uh, a, a, a Biden presidency is negative for those sectors, whereas a Trump presidency uh, will be positive for those sectors. And if the Senate is manages to, the Republicans manage to hold uh, the Senate in the elections uh, the week uh, on November the third, that would probably be a positive for those sectors as well.
1: Mm. Let's uh, touch on stimulus negotiations. The debate moderator highlighted that 12 million Americans are out of work. Eight million have fallen into poverty. Women and people of color have been hardest hit. Uh, Trump has blamed Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats for playing politics. Biden noted the House passed a bill several months ago, but there are just not enough Republican votes in the Senate to make that deal. So Jeff, the U.S. economy seems to be doing better than expected. How crucial is another stimulus package?
0: Well, if you listen to the Federal Reserve, and every single governor from the Federal Reserve has been crying out for more stimulus, I think part of the reason that America's managed to produce, um, to, uh, to to perform so well is because savings rose hugely in America this year. So people put money away. So they have excess cash that they're probably drawing down now. Once that cash is exhausted and as we see potentially more COVID-19 restrictions coming into the United States, that impetus will run out and we are going to need more stimulus uh, from the United States uh, federal government to keep, uh, these, um, to keep that momentum going. Clearly, it's been hugely politicised where the, the president is blaming democratic states uh, for being uh, spendthrift, uh, et, cetera, et cetera, And because of that politicisation, Um, if nothing's really got done. Mm -hmm. But the challenge will be actually getting it through the U.S. Senate, and that doesn't look likely to me, and I've never thought that um, they would get it through the Senate in in its present state.
1: Yeah. Before this debate, Jeff, uh, did you have a sense of the market probability of which candidate could win this election?
0: The markets have been clearly pricing in a Biden victory uh, for, for some time now. Uh, when the analysis was done on his economic policy, uh, there's been a few studies coming out saying that actually growth and employment would be higher in the United States uh, um, under a Biden under Biden agenda, so to speak. Uh, they're also he's made a, a big effort to, to to not frighten the markets with uh, hiking taxes, so the market's been comfortable with Biden for some time now, but uh, I think the real race there is the race for the Senate because uh, if the Republicans hold the Senate, then basically that would be a blocking stake for any of the Biden agenda and that would probably be market positive as well, perverse.
1: Indeed. Given what you've heard, Jeff, could this debate change voters' minds?
0: You know, I think President Trump had to come into this and really have a clear win. Uh, anything less than that would be a a Biden victory. So even a draw, so to speak, would be a Biden victory because uh, uh, Vice President Biden is so far ahead in the polls now and Mm. there's been so many votes already cast in the United States that the president really needed to really massively move the needle. I think what will be very interesting is the swing states where this election will be decided, what the polling is over the weekend. And I think we'll have a much better idea of that on Monday if Biden has managed to consolidate all his leads in these swing states um, on as of Monday from the polls I, I think the president will have run out of time uh, to turn the tide.
1: Just about a couple of minutes left on the debate clock. Both Trump and Biden debating climate change right now. Jeff, final question for you. Do you think there could be a bigger market reaction to this debate if a clear winner emerges? I think
0: markets have already priced in a Biden victory, uh, rightly or, or wrongly, but that's definitely been the state of affairs. Looking at the stock markets around Asia at the moment, they were pretty much unchanged at the start of the day, and it's not really moved on much from there. So I think if, um, if we'd seen a clear presidential victory by uh, President Trump, which would be technically theoretically more market-friendly, we would have seen equity markets move higher. But uh, it looks like uh, the status quo has endured. And uh, looking at the, the debate so far, I mean, President Trump's done much, much better this time. But it doesn't strike me as that he's moved the needle enough to, to swing the electorate in the United States, and thus we are seeing equity markets uh, pretty much uh, unchanged. They're going to be driven by stimulus headlines for the rest of the session.
1: As always, terrific speaking with you, Jeff. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, Michelle. He's Jeff Haley, senior market analyst at Owanda, helping us uh, unravel what markets, what matters to markets, even as Trump and Biden debate live. Thanks for joining us here on Money FM eighty-nine point three.
0: Before acting on the information on Money FM. Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to the full interview, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.